When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that doesn't encourage their billionaire guests to smoke weed on YouTube. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Vinny Paulino from Comedy at the Carlson Cast. Hello, everyone. Hey, Vinny. Thanks so much. I'm sorry I missed my cue. These headphones are confusing. Thanks so much for joining us, Vinny. Let's not tear down the fourth wall too much about the headphones, all right? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Thank you for having me again. It is a pleasure to be back. I would also like to thank you uh, for the past just slightly roughing me up on your show and not completely ruining it. Oh, of course, buddy. I I wouldn't do... uh, I I like your show a lot, and people should check out Comedy at the Carlson cast with Sky Sands and Gilbert Gottfried recently. (sighs) We could check out the Gilbert episode. That was fun. I, I got to see you open for Gilbert. Not open. You were the feature act. I was the feature act for Gilbert. For Gilbert, last Gilbert. Week. I had a good time. I'd like to remind our listeners that you can visit us at whoarethese.com. Leave us a voicemail, 585 612 1388. Email the show, WATPshow at gmail.com. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five star review on iTunes, but then shit all over us in the comments section. I have a couple examples of that, some new reviews that came in that we'll be getting to. But today we'll be reviewing a podcast called My Favorite Murder. This was a suggestion that came in from Alicia. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. We are going to get into it right away. Also, we have been off for a couple of weeks. Last week I had to go watch the Bills get destroyed in Buffalo. So we have a lot to catch up on. We'll be talking about the latest with The Dick Show, uh, Planet Maynard. We have a Come Town update. And, of course, we'll be dropping in on Opie. How is the Opster? Oh, he's great. The Opster is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's amazing. So there's a lot to get to. Also, I do want to put this out there. Doug from the Who's Right podcast, who co-hosts the show from time to time, his home was destroyed by Hurricane Florence, and that's a real thing. So there is a GoFundMe I'll, I'll put a link in the show description if anybody wants to help out our buddy Doug. So you want to open with the sad stuff, do you? Well, this is the great thing about Doug, though. The guy lost everything. Okay. And hasn't lost his sense of humor. He uh, put an update that says, uh, it turns out that, and this is commonly known, I found out, when an area floods, it's not just ocean slash river water that comes into your house. It's also sewer. In other words, I am pretty sure my entire neighborhood ate Mexican food to prepare for the storm. hey So, so his furniture is covered in shit. And <laughs> that, that's what he's dealing with right now. So we'll put the uh, GoFundMe link. Nice place. Up in the... Uh, nice is, place. Is, is how much? Is, no, I'm just wondering. How much do they need to raise here? A couple hundred bucks? Yeah, a couple like, hundred bucks. It's North Carolina. Okay, that's all I'm wondering. fine. I'm just wondering. Like, I mean, there's worse places that could have been flooded. We listened to My Favorite Murder. There's two hosts of this show... Karen and Georgia, 
Karen and Georgia have a huge following. This is one of the biggest podcasts to ever exist. That one is? You didn't know that? No. You didn't know that My Favorite Murder is a top 10 podcast, top five in the comedy category. In the comedy? <laughs> you didn't know this. No. You didn't do any research on this show. No, I listened to it straight. You sent me the thing. I listened to it. We listened purposely. That's comedy? We listened purposely to a studio episode. They do live episodes as well. And they have a tour that's that's coming up. Did you know that? Well, let me get on the phone and see if we can get them to town. Well, I have bad news for you, Vinny. The tour is all sold out. This is a huge show. Take, no a, take a look at this. Where are they going to be? Take a look at this. Uh, West Coast. No, they got they got New, oh, York, New York, Brooklyn. Well, they're not going to make it in Massachusetts. Charlotte. That Charlotte show is probably getting Charlotte show is going to be rough. Maybe Doug will be there. Right. Maybe he can do it from his shitty living room. Ah, <laughs> uh, too soon? What? What's the problem? No, I have no problem. I don't know, Doug. Let's, Doug, your living room's filled with shit. I'm sorry, friend. Let's get into this. I want to start playing some clips. Vinny, you brought some clips. I have some clips. We listened to an episode called Glugal. And these women are both professional entertainers. The one is a stand-up. The other one is a TV host. I think she's on the Cooking Network or something like that. Salacious. I Salacious. Like it. And what they do is their their show format is this. They start off with this weird improv thing that they do for twenty to thirty minutes. Just kind of shooting the shit. Right. And trying to be funny. Then one of them reads a true crime story about a murder. And then the other one reads a true crime story about a murder. And then they wrap it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's summed up the episode we listened to. Okay. I, I think that's typically the format. I could be wrong. I, I only listened to a couple of their episodes. But um, I do want to mention the name of this episode we listened to was, was Glugal. And do you know why it was called Glugal, Vinny? Because of a silly little improv joke? Well, I think the woman has a little flub as she's trying to pronounce the word Google, and it turns into hilarity. So I put it into Google, good old Google. <laughs> <laughs> what if I had like 99 cents for a brand Google called Google? <laughs> Sponsored by Elmer's Glue. Glugal. We'll help you look stuff up. We don't really know that much. We're stuff, sorry though. your fingers are stuck on the keyboard now. <laughs> Stop eating that glue, Georgia. Okay. It's for kindergartners oh, only. Glugal. So that's the kind of hilarity and excitement that is involved in this podcast that typically ranks right behind Joe Rogan as one of the top comedy podcasts. So listen, that tells me something about society. (laughs) Okay. I have learned that over time that 50% of society is below average. This is true. Okay, so if at least forty nine percent. So okay, so at least forty nine percent is below average, right? <laughs> so that means there's a lot of people who like a lot of below average things, and we can't be completely shocked when below average. I'm not going to correlate the two things because that would be wrong. I am. I'm doing it all day. But the fans of the show are women. Now I'm not correlating what you were just saying with that. I'm just pointing out all of the fans of this show. Are women. This is not for us. Yes, I've noticed this. This show is not for you and I. In fact, I believe if you listen to the third clip that I sent you, Carl, it might be a good time to pop that up. I believe it was uh, 
My sister. Something about my sister. It's called Sister Recommended. Your yeah. sister told you to listen to it. She's been telling you forever. You don't you need to don't open listen. it. You yeah. never listen to her. And you don't like puns. She knows that. So we're right. not going to do that in the beginning. No, they were catering all this to you. Yeah. You don't know me at all. Yeah, right? <laughs> you don't know me at all. I actually, I think I have a similar clip that goes on a little bit further. And this is... Just an example of the improv that they start the show off with, where they're just kind of riffing. I and I'm not saying that you know women are below average in any way. I wasn't saying that either. I'm many. just saying this less podcast be, is. <laughs> less, less somebody put those two things together. Those two things do not correlate in any single way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here's yeah. an example of the improv. Your sister told you to listen to it. She's been telling you forever. You don't you need don't to open listen. it. You yeah. never listen to her. And you don't like puns. She knows that. So we're right. not going to do that in the beginning. No, they were catering all this to you. Yeah. Bitchy, bitchy, bitcherman. Ashley Bitcherman. <laughs> oh, my God. I went to college with Ashley Bitcherman, and it sounds like she's not nice, but she's one of the nicest girls on our dorm floor. I feel so bad for her now. Like, you know, like you think she would have changed it at some point. You know what she did? She tried to do that thing where, like, it's Bitcherman. Yeah. And it's like, Ashley, it's not Bitcherman, and everyone knows it. Right. And even if it is, it doesn't matter because we're going to say Bitcherman. We don't care that it's Austrian. Like, it's Bitcherman. <laughs> no one believes that you lived in that castle. <laughs> From the poster. <laughs> Ashley with two E's. What in the hell are you talking about? So this is the problem <laughs> with improv, Vinny. Oh, my God. The problem with improv is that somebody says a thing and then they just have to keep going with it, whether it makes sense or not. There's something to be said for silence. <laughs> There's right. something to be said for just keeping a thing moving along. We listened to a show called Hollywood Handbook a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Are you familiar with that? No, that, I didn't hear that, that show, episode. Those guys? These guys do improv poorly on purpose, and they have a huge fan base. I will say that compared to Hollywood Handbook, these women are Don Rickles. Because at least they do have a decent... They have decent chops. Sure. For improv. And I will tell you, I listened to an episode of them live in Vegas. Okay. And they started off the show 20 minutes just doing improv and crowd work and it was actually impressive okay they were very good at that great they held their own they had they had some jokes there was a lot of pandering a lot of like how's it going las vegas oh yeah don't be ashley bitcher well they did a lot of pandering shit which is weird because nobody lives in las vegas and by the way can i also just get back to one point on that clip yeah. you know I wouldn't li- if my sister recommended a podcast. I wouldn't listen to it because, like, she's an alcoholic. It just doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> so, like, that's a terrible thing to say to me. If my sister used the word podcast, I'd be impressed. Like, right. what? You know about the internet? We have much to talk about. You gotta listen to this podcast. This is a part where they talk about Ashley <laughs> Bitcherman, and that's not a real person. Remind- but they make you think she's real because, like, they pretend. It reminded me of you because you tell jokes, right? Ugh. Yeah. The, I, I was impressed with these women. They're one of the top podcasts. I can see why they're pretty good at hosting a show, at going back and forth with a, a live audience there. They did a great job. Remind me to tell you a story that Maynard sent me about their show in Melbourne, which is interesting. But what I was surprised about was You want me to the, remember Maynard in Melbourne? Yeah. Can you remember that for me? Can you yeah. remind me? Got it. And remind me to plug in my fridge, too. Ah, uh, kill yourself. This is surprising to me. I didn't pull every single instance of this, but it started to wear on me. So I started to pull these clips 
of just the mouth noises these women make. <laughs> this is one of the top podcasts in the world. This is not a professional broadcasting technique. Listen to this. Yo, yeah. Um, uh, um, and, uh, mm. um, oh, God, oh. So, Is there so much saliva that in order to open your mouth, it has to unstick itself? Let me tell you something. If you didn't tell me what that was and you just played that for me, I would think it was the world's worst porn. Yeah, your pants. It's like just the most disgusting. Your pants would be getting tight right now if I hadn't told you that, that was just their fucking mouth I don't know. It did not sound sexy. That sounds like a girl just like, like gumming on stuff that's there on, were, on you. There were two things that they improved about at the beginning that they riffed on. Yeah. Two different subjects. One of them were the subgroups of the fans of their show are in niche subgroups. Now, oh, the uh, Murderinos? Now, the fans of their shows are called Murderinos. Just like the fans of our show are called Bag Slappers. However, I will tell you, it was suggested on Twitter, and I agree with this, we should change it to Cuzaroos. Cuzaroos. I, I think that the fans of our show are now called Cuzaroos. So I'm going to go with that. But anyway, getting back to... So let it be written. So let it be done. (laughs) It's done. I'm getting back to uh, setting up this bit they're going to do about the subgroups within the Murderino group. There are subgroups. Um, This is the part of the podcast that we started just last week where we're going to read you some of the names of the subgroups from the Facebook page since we shut down the main Facebook page. Everyone's looking for a place to belong. We get that. Mm -hmm. We understand. Why not be very specific about it? That's right. Okay. So it's very specific subgroups. You get that? Could she get through that sentence? That was rough. She sounded like she was short circuited. (laughs) There's a few parts of that. Can I play since you said that? I have to play you a clip. The Facebook. This this woman just forgot how to talk for a second. Listen to this. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's pretty... T- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, Stuttering John would be like, dude, you're not a very good broadcaster. All right, so what's... They, they Pamela up- Anderson. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> All right, so they set up this thing where they have these subgroups, and they're going to go into the examples of the subgroups of murderinos, and this is where... Hilarity ensues. Ready? For example, say that you're in the the Facebook group Fear and Murder in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Murderinos. Nice. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Or how about um, SSDJPS, say stex- stay sexy, don't join a pyramid scheme. Oh, that's fun. What's fun about that, Benny? Well, th- good advice is always fun, Carl. Stay sexy, don't join a pyramid scheme. Is about as random as you can be. It's not interesting or funny, right? right. Am I no. missing something? No, no. But don't join a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Oh, they they riff on that too. Oh, I heard. Oh, oh yeah. I heard. Well, these are probably people who did join a pyramid scheme. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, so more suckers that here's, listen to your show. Go here's ahead. some more uh, examples of the subgroups that are. Wouldn't uh, it be great if like ninety percent of their audiences were people? Who just were suckered into pyramid schemes at one point. <laughs> well, it is mostly women. So very possible. They're just sitting there listening to this, giggling no, with like not, boxes of Arbonne no, surrounding them. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't even need this many dimes. Why did I buy so many dimes? 
How about, and then you're also into, say you're really into HGTV. Yeah. As for me, for example. Mm -hmm. And so you're also on my favorite open concept kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Be more funny. What is funny about that? You're into HGTV. So my favorite open concept kitchen? I don't even know what an open concept kitchen is. Well, because you don't watch HGTV. Neither do I. But I don't understand why just saying my favorite in front of it makes it a clever name for your subgroup. And what I don't understand is, like, I get your show's My Favorite Murder, which, by the way, is morbid and weird. Yeah. But the fact that these people are like, oh, these are my regular interests. I'm going to toss in murder at the end as well. Right. Which also is a very, very weird thing for these people to be doing. Well... That I should tell you the story that Maynard sent me. He sent me uh, when he heard that we were doing this show. So Maynard lives in Australia. Yeah. He said they did a live show in Maynard, Melbourne. the Melbourne Murderino. That's right. He's probably a Melbourne Murderino. He sent me an, uh, a note. He said they came down here and did a live show. They were talking about a police officer who was murdered. And the way that these two go about their broadcasting is they have a little fun with it. Sure. They, they mix in the true crime with comedy, which is what their niche is. Apparently, parents of a cop were in the audience. The one woman was sobbing uncontrollably at how they were handling the situation. And the guy stood up and started screaming at them from the crowd and pretty much ruined the show. They never put it out there. You can't find it. I, I read the whole subreddit. Do there, these a whole people know about anything it. about marketing? Yeah, you got to put that out. No fooling. Yeah. Don't let that be a, a secret. Something crazy happened at your live show, I'd be putting out every other episode. And if you're doing a show that's irreverent about murder and someone loses their mind, right. that's then mission accomplished, ladies. Well, apparently, these two women were very shooken up by the fact that this person was yelling at them and then they got, it got real serious. And listen, anyone who's a fan of true crime, you like it because it's titillating. Right. You know, as South Park called it, it's murder porn. You're and, not actually concerned about the victims. Let's not pretend that you're holier than thou or you give a shit. You just enjoy it. It's it's true. And if you would like to hear true crime done right, you should probably listen to Last Podcast on the Left. Last Podcast on the Left is a fun one. That's a great one. That's all I'm going to say. It's very entertaining. I think it tells a story. I agree. They seem to have their shit together. What these women do is just read the internet. Exactly. Which is what most of these shows do. They just read the internet. Like, if I wanted to read about this case, I know where Wikipedia is, too. Right. There's I can find zero it very easily. research. Zero research. I, I don't understand this thing, and it's a lot of these types of shows, where... And these shows all do the same cases. So there's this, this bizarre murder case that hasn't been solved, and you can listen to 87 people talk about it and read the same, same Wikipedia freaking article. entry and read through it for you. I don't know about you, Vinny. I'm not a great reader, as you can tell from what I read our iTunes comments, but (laughs) I can read myself. I don't need someone to read it to me. Well, I find it to be like one of these things where they feel that that's if everybody's doing it, then they have to do it, too. I feel like the true crime genre and podcast just in general is probably like the second most flooded as opposed to comedy. Oh, definitely. Like, I think it goes comedy, true crime. Oh, true crime is way up there, for sure. Yeah, it's just everybody thinks they can do it. But it's not just that. It also has a huge following. Right. Is example by this show. true crime. Right. She listens to all these types of shows. You know, Sword and Scale is always one of the top shows, and Up and Vanish, and all these different shows 
are the biggest shows people listen to. Right. It's all the same fucking bullshit. Brittany, what are we doing? Why aren't we just doing that? We could be reading Wikipedia right now. Well, this is way more fun. All right, so here... We should be writing Wikipedia right now. Here <laughs> we should is, really be messing with people. That, that actually is a pretty good idea. Here is a clip, again, talking about some of the subgroups. And this one falls flat even for them. Now, these two laugh at each other no matter what each other say. Not this time. Well, can I just tell you before you do that? Yeah. That's a that's a radio trick. Correct. It that is sense. just all it is. It's yeah. a radio trick. It's you like, get people thinking that it's a lot of fun and we're all laughing and it's all fun. Because nothing's more awkward than when you have to work with someone, right? Yeah. And like they make a joke and then they start to get the laugh. They're like, ha, 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 with the joke. And you have to, at that point, not leave them hanging because you're contractually obligated. Which is why... Opie and Anthony was the greatest radio show of all time because Jim Norton came on there and he let things die. And he would look around the room, somebody bombed, and just be like, no, don't respond to that. And the same was Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn when that was on Comedy Central. All day long. They would let things die, and it was the best. When you have that, fuck, I just said the dumbest <laughs> thing, and it's not funny, and everyone knows it. And that's how you turn television into real reality shows, is just let that stuff happen. We Correct. love reality shows in America, but they're phony. You want to have reality shows? Watch live TV. Right. That's all you got to do. Watch live TV. People are the worst. So here's an example of uh, one of these subgroups. And just this is not fun or funny. And thankfully, it does not get a reaction. What about the nail Doritos? They just love nails. Why is nail Doritos? (laughs) Why would that that possibly be interesting? Well, if you don't get it, I'm not explaining it to you. Here is the last one I'm going to play about the subgroups. And... This is not how comedy works, Vinny. I've never been sure I've ever understood how comedy works, I'll explain why in a minute, but this is the opposite of how comedy works. Um, What about my favorite sensory deprivation tank? Listen, we're getting specific (laughs) now. Is that real? I swear to God, (laughs) it's right there. That's amazing. Yes. Well, then how about my favorite vegans? Great. So the woman says, what about my favorite sensory deprivation tank? Which is very specific. Yes, it is. People who are into that sort of thing. And then she goes, oh, I'll one-up that. My favorite vegan. And well, that, there's a lot of vegan. That's yeah. not a... There's probably like... That's, that's, that's probably a real thing. Yeah. Like it's that's, probably on there. That That's... And if a, there isn't... A joke. Like it you, shows how ditzy... Should have used that <laughs> sooner. And then got to that sensory deprivation tank thing. Obviously, if we're structuring jokes, the sensory deprivation tank is the closer, Carl. That's probably the closer, right? Yeah. It's so funny. Funnier yeah. than the nail Doritos. That's for sure. Vinny, I've been taking over. I've been hogging this up. What do you got? Uh, nothing. You got oh, any clips um, that you want to listen to? Well, I just want to make a couple of points. <laughs> he says nothing. All right. Well, then thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, I'm done. No. Uh, so the things I liked about this show, there yes. was one joke that they got over and i will give them credit but before okay. i play it i want to just uh there's i believe it was like clipper was like disinterested like when they tell a story the stories like the reactions are like ah ooh ah ah like the one girl reads it and the other person just reacts barely i can't handle it and then they'll say something that actually could be interesting and then they go nowhere with it indifferent out of the blue Sure. Is that the one yeah, you're referring hit to? that one, sure. Out of the blue, she's murdered. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Out of the blue, she's murdered in the street in the middle of the day. That's what the episode's about. A lady getting murdered in the street. A celebrity getting right, murdered. Right, a celebrity getting yeah. murdered in the street. And out of the blue, she's murdered. Okay. Oh, okay. 
That's not good storytelling. <laughs> no. And listen, that's a quick clip, but that sums up a lot. Yeah. Now, the other one is there was something about a gun. Find the one I put you about a gun. Yeah. I think it's called uh, Fucked With The Gun How. Yeah, exactly. They start saying something interesting and it goes nowhere. The killer had like fucked with the gun to make it different somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really poor research right there's part. nothing there like they could have modified the gun so that it would, the bullet was untraceable right. give me something like they fucked with the gun somehow these are people who have never seen a gun in their lives like, they've only heard about it conceptually so when they talk- say we fucked with the gun they're like that's all I need to know I'm good right that makes sense Right. And so I just would like to also, uh, what else was on there? What else I got on there? Because I wrote You the, got more indifference. More indifference. Perfect. <laughs> Sum right. it up. I know. It sucks. That's all you want this movie. They're going to murdered. Like, yeah, I know. It, it sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's part of the fun of this show is that they don't take these things seriously. Whereas everyone else tries to drum up the drama and they'll have like music beds underneath it and make it seem like you're supposed to be all freaked out about this weird random occurrence that never happens and who gives a shit. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I agree. Right. It's so it's like the I will say this, the second story they told was very entertaining. The second story sounded like an urban legend. It did. It sounded like an absolute urban legend, but maybe you, Maybe they might have found the story it was based on. I don't know. Do you have clips on that? I don't. I don't care enough to make clips on that. I didn't pull a lot of clips from the storytelling because it was just them reading the internet. Right. So I didn't find that very but compelling. Like that, and that's the thing. Like, if you could tell a story in a compelling way, you could take an internet article and make it interesting. I mean, people do it every day that have good shows that they take it. And you could look at the copy that somebody wrote and you could create something and paint it in a great picture and make it entertaining and well, recycle couple, information in a good way. There's a couple things you can do. There's a couple things you can do. You can yeah. you can do your research and tie it together in, in a different, like you said, make it a compelling story. No, I'm talking about even it. if you're a hack reading from the internet. But the other thing you can do is you can add your own point of view on it and make it your own and say, this is, you know, this is probably that's what Alex Jones is, right? He's like, <laughs> you know, he sees an article and then he turns it into like this wild speculation. Well, guess what? These women also do that. I call this clip wild speculation and i don't believe a lot of true crime shows do this but maybe this is what they're supposed to do can i add to something just as i make it up please always always that they were like all right pin it on the the local eccentric bounce this over to mi5 and that's why no one else got murdered that they probably had things in place but it went full-on deep cover cia british style which is mi5 so this woman just went all the way to this is a government conspiracy and the intelligence agencies were in on it. And the other woman goes, yeah, that makes the <laughs> most sense. That makes the most sense. I love it. Did you know that you can join their fan club? It's called the fan cult. Did you know that? I bet you do because they do a very long, long hard sell. segment of heart. Yes. I, in fact, it's even called fan cult hard sell. And we're also about to leave on our fucking tour, a fall tour. So we'll be posting videos from backstage. Yeah. Every week we're posting unboxing videos of get, like amazing gifts that people have been giving us. So what? Um, we're gonna and there's much more stuff planned for the f- fan cult too. Like when we just did um, our mini-sode that uh, we did in conjunction with the movie Searching, mm-hmm. and then the Searching people gave us Sony gave us a bunch of free tickets to Searching for yeah. the fan cult members. So there's tons of perks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If I 
Sign up for their fan club, whichever that costs. I could potentially maybe get a ticket to a movie? Whoa, okay. No, the, the thing that's crazy in that clip, and I... The I, thing that's crazy in that clip is that people are sending them gifts, and they're probably not even sending them pictures back. They're sending them gifts, and if I pay money to be part of their cult, I can watch videos of them opening the gifts that they got. That's insane. I'm going to watch videos of them opening gifts, and I have to pay money for that? We're in the wrong business, Vinny. We're not doing this right. If you would like to hear me sh- complain about a gift you sent me, yes, no, you watch, send watch it to Comedy video. at the Carlson. Yeah, send a gift to Vinny, and then he'll put up a video behind a paywall that you can watch him open it and motherfuck you and then throw it out in the garbage. Absolutely. If you want to see it, you got to pay. They start off the show, as I said, just trying to riff on things. At the 10 minute and 30 second mark, they say, they're a little disappointed. They're like, oh, we don't have any more nonsense to talk about. So they literally say, should we get the show started now? That's a quickie. Should we start? <laughs> I know. We usually have so many other things to talk about. At 10 and a half minutes in, should we start? Yeah. I don't know. Why not? You could have started 10 and a half minutes ago, but go ahead. Why, why not start now? But then they don't start. They continue to talk about shit. And this is after... <laughs> Another 10 minutes goes by after that. They say this. So, yeah, we did have stuff Ashley, to talk Ashley, we about. thought we had nothing to talk about. But look at us. <laughs> we had so much to talk about. Uh, I also have been watching a show called Your Worst Nightmare. Do you know what they talked about in all that time, <clears throat> Vinny? What's that? TV shows they watch. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the top podcasts in the world. I watched that one, too. And they're talking about TV shows they watch, but then it gets even worse. They talk about how... A friend of theirs is also watching this TV show. You know what it is? I felt for me, my friend Jason, who I talked about a lot on the show, but I've known him since we worked at The Gap together uh-huh. in San Francisco when we were 20. We never dated. It was um, never a thing. And uh, he started it after me and he was in the pi- he was in the first episode and he was just like, why is everyone talking about the show? I don't know. And whatever. Who <laughs> fucking cares? <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie McFarlane. How could I possibly care about Jason's opinion about a show I've never watched and don't care about and don't even care about your opinion on it? What did Jason think about that lady getting murdered? Give me something along with what this is supposed to be about. I I have no idea why they're talking about these TV shows, but then rather than talk about the show that they like, they talk about the show, how the show makes them feel. Patricia Clarkson is unbelievable. She was so good in this that I hated her. I hated hated her. her. I'll hate her forever because she was so good at this kitchen. I hated her and I hated that kitchen. Anytime they went near that kitchen. There's lots of things that's so realistic of walking by a doorway and someone like, well, you, it looks like you're back home. And oh, yeah. they're like in the doorway, like, fuck, they caught or the me way, in the doorway. Hear the, like the sound of the fucking screen door smacking closed when yeah. you came home in the morning mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had one of those. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. They better be talking to us. What? What was that? What I don't know. There's there? so many things I'm trying to analyze. Like, it started yeah. off with just a crazy, weird cultural thing of people hating on other people for their success, which I never understood. Why don't you just say, wow, she did a really good job on that show, and that's a nice kitchen. No, like, no, no. I, I think they hated her because she was playing uh, a character on there that was meant to be hated. She said she's so good because they hate her. She's so good at being, right. I have no idea. I, I don't dude, even I don't, know. I don't know. What Why? am I doing? We both listened to the same thing and heard <laughs> different no things, and neither one of us knows. We have no that's idea. That's the point. It's a 
kerfuffle. <laughs> I would say it's rubbish. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, the show is boring because, Check. like I said, yep. they're just reading the story from the internet. And this is proof that she's reading. She loses her place and does this. Right. So, anyways. Okay, eight years after a sentencing. What kind of show is that? That she's going back to her paper and trying to figure out where it she just is. shows just how real she it. is. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, so it might be boring, Vinny, but at oh, least. it might it not might be, be exciting, too. But at least they're well-informed. Nick Frost also has a really awesome, um, like, futuristic outer space show that's hilarious that has the tall girl that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. What kind of conversation is this? She doesn't even know what she's talking about. The tall girl. You know, the tall, the guy has the show about the thing and then the tall girl is in, you know what I mean, right, Vinny? No, that's, it's not good. <laughs> it's not that good, kids. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I really it's don't know. It's not for us. It's not for us. No. Vinny, I've gone it's through. It's not that, it's not, it's just the whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, it makes sense in the fact that these women are, are good at broadcasting. They're good at presenting information and they don't take true crime seriously. Okay. They there it is. they have a little bit of fun with it. It's fine. Great. It's fine. Do you have do you have any other clips you want to play? I'm I'm good on this episode. I'm I'm uh, I'm all out. I'm no, done. you got you got a couple other ones. We, what what do I about, got on that? You want to talk about the, the music that opens the show? It sounds like a, a serious episode of Dawson's Creek like that leaves on a cliffhanger. Well, I have I have another issue with this music, but let me just play it first. That's their theme song. It sounds like it's going to start going into, like, Turn the Page by Bob Seger. It, you're right, though, about the Dawson's Creek reference. My problem with it was, who did the mix on that? The guitar is at least twice as loud as the vocal track. It's supposed to be the other way around. It was, it was just all fucking shitty guitar riff. That's all I heard. Yes, it was. It was and then it, someone in a bathroom somewhere saying, <laughs> my favorite murder. They're like, oh, yeah, let's leave that in. It bled onto the tape. We'll just leave it in. That's fine. It's what I'd imagine. Like if they were filming and opening this, it would just be a lady getting dirt thrown out her. Well, she's just going, my favorite. <laughs> that would be bird. interesting. Just, I don't know. It's like she does sound very muffled. Yes. Um, you have a clip on here. Uh, now I'm playing your clips. I haven't listened to these yet. What did, I, what did I say? It's finishing each other's sentences. Oh. <laughs> It I love that I'm reminding you of what you clipped. You're like, oh, yeah, I it hate that. It was the that. first few seconds. <laughs> the song I hated. And yep. then this opened it up. <laughs> and I, I said, fuck you, Carl. Yep. Oh, I get this that, I get that a lot. This made me say, fuck you. I Go get ahead. that a lot. Hello. Welcome here. This is My Favorite Murder, the podcast, where... <laughs> Come on. I can't. I don't want to do it okay. anymore. <laughs> Where we talk about murder and true, true crime and finish and our sentences. And that's it. I thought that my favorite murder was a podcast that blew and also wasn't very good. <laughs> All right. There you go. I'm the worst. Today. You got one more clip. I'm just going to play. I don't even know what it is. It's something right. about swingers. Oh, this is the line that made me laugh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's that so they, during okay. the Murderino thing, they said there was like swingers, and they went on a weird tangent about swingers. Yeah, and I actually always thought that, like, I always used to watch that real sex show because yes. it was like the only thing that was on, and it was disgusting. Oh, and this line actually summed it up pretty you, good. Real, 
quick, I used though. to do a bit about it. Do you remember Real Sex before the internet? Yes. Real Sex would come on HBO at 11.30 at night. You're like, yes, Real Sex is on. And there was nothing you could spank it to. And it was all way too real. It was real. Yeah. Uh, so this is the line that summed up Real Sex to me and made me kind of laugh. Or when so we talk credit to them for this. Or when we talk about swingers, it's going to be movie bodies and movie people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... Truly, like, if you walk through Costco right. and everybody in the, the detergent aisle started fuck. Fuck it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good that, line. That I gave, good I'll line. give her credit on that. That was the one smile they got out of it. I, I can picture that. I can picture that. It's, yeah, exactly, it's exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Um, what else do I have on here? Let's get into some of the other news and events that are going on in the world of WATP. W-A-T-P. Now you got it. W-A-T-P. I talked about how Dick asked me to be on the Dick Show. And I was excited about that because I'm a huge fan. So I went on the Discord, which is what you get on in order to go on Dick's show. And he had a lot going on that day. He never picked up on me. He reached out a couple weeks later said, oh, come on. We'll get you on this week. And then he tried to get me on, but he picked up on the wrong person. So I called in and left a voicemail, and I, I just want to play him playing my voicemail on his show. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a good rage. Uh, okay. Hey, Dick. It's Carl from Who Are These Podcasts calling in because you told me to call into the show a couple weeks in a row oh, there. I did. <sighs> you never picked up on me. Passed me over. It's fine. I'm I enjoy sorry. watching your show. I'm sorry, live. man. The only thing that pisses me off, it really makes me a rage. <laughs> is that when I do someone's show, I come prepared. Yeah. Mm. So in preparation to be on the Mighty Dick Show, yeah. I was listening to an entire episode of The Best Debate in the Universe. Uh. A show that I'm not reviewing on my show. There's no reason why I would have to listen to this fucking garbage, except for I want to have a good conversation with you, Dick. Yeah. So listen to this show. <laughs> episode 115, his guest is this guy named Paul Flart. And Paul Flart is a guy who farts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The show is all about farting. So stupid. I listened to an hour of that news chick Taylor telling fart jokes so I could be entertaining and compelling on your show. I'm sorry. And what did I do? I sat there waiting to talk about <laughs> farting. Thanks a lot, Dick. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, man. Who are these dot com? W A T P. Who are these podcasts? I, I want to talk to that guy so much, but. Yeah. Fucking the, the Taco Bell stuff happened, and Dame Pesos happened, and I'm an alcoholic, and I don't have good control of what's going on, uh, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. You sound like such a hurt little baby. <laughs> and I love how all these people like are like, I got to get this guy from Who Are These Podcasts on my show. Holy shit, does that make me laugh, because I love you to death, but... <laughs> You don't, think, you don't think I'm a good get? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I think you're a hell of a get. <laughs> I'm a big get. I'm doing your show today, Carl. <laughs> That's a so, good point. Um, I'll shut up now. Well, so so Dick then goes on to explain all the things that are going on in his world and on his show. And the reason I was why a Taco he, Bell drunk and I forgot. Yeah, the reason why he wasn't <laughs> able to get to me. And then uh, he, he continues to talk and then he circles back and, and says this, which uh, I just have to play for everybody. I'm sorry, Carl. And then I thought it was Carl, but it turned out it was a guy who'd made a video game called Cuckhead where you're Maddox and you throw your book at, at cartoon versions yeah. of me and Asterios and Mad Cucks. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I just I just can't I I don't know what to do. And then Alex Jones is getting banned from Twitter. I don't even talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't call. Please call back in. I don't want to say. You know, I got to wait a little bit. So he's I not. Know. As, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want him to call in right away. But then like, ah, I look like a fucking dick. Mm. Who are these podcasts? They listen to podcasts and make fun of them. Okay. It's a great, great idea. Yeah. Endless, endless humor in that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? If you're good at it, yeah. If you're good at it. They are. They are good at it. Um, I'm sorry, buddy. All right. So that, that was cool. At least, I have a question. At least Dick felt bad about uh, not picking up on me. Yeah, what's up? Um, do you think the video game guy has a podcast that could co-host? <laughs> I know. That guy sounds way more interesting yeah, than me. Like... He picks up with this guy, Michael Wilde. And he goes, hey, hey, Mike, uh, thanks, thanks for calling in. So you got that Who Are These Podcast show, right? And the guy goes, uh, wait, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, fuck. All right, why, why are you calling in? <laughs> I made a video game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was fun. Our friend Maynard and Tim Ferguson from the show Planet Maynard from Bunga Bunga, they actually took the, the bit that I did a few weeks ago where I said, I don't have time to be on other people's podcasts. Like, people ask me. So I just recorded something people could put on their podcast to make it seem like sure. I was on their podcast. So Maynard went ahead and, and took advantage of this. And, of course, the guys from Who Are These Podcasts will be glad that we've got so much background noise in today's show. Who Are These Podcasts? Hi, this is Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? I think that most podcasts suck. But you know what show doesn't suck? This is where you'd insert the name of your podcast. Bonga Bonga. I think it's terrific. Love you guys. Oh. They liked our show up to a point. Up to a point. Yeah, up to the point where they listened to it. After that, I stopped listening to the review. I think the mistake they made was listening to it. The weird thing is, since we had a review with Who Are These Podcasts, we've got all these American people listening to Bunga Bunga, and I'd like to welcome all our American fans just to say, Australia is here for you if you need counselling. So, so listen, I'm, I don't know that show, yeah. but I will say this. It sounds terrible. It sounds but, terrible. <laughs> but those guys sound very charming. Like the voice would throw me for a little while, and I'd probably listen. There's something about that Australian accent that just suckers you in. They're the most charming people in the world. I was having a conversation with my wife the other night, and I said, you know, we should visit Australia. That'd be a fun vacation. And I said, if we went to Australia, do you think we could hang out with Maynard? And she goes, oh, we would, we would have to. Like, the guy just seems like the nicest guy. Oh, I'll show you around, Carl. Yeah, he's probably a serial killer, but that Australian accent, you're like, oh, this guy's just a sweetheart. Let's just hang out with this guy for a I'll while. I'll pick you right up at the airport, flat out like a lizard drinking water, mate. I'll be there for you. <laughs> now, the opposite of sounding like a sweetheart is the guys from Cumtown. And Cumtown, we came up again on their show. They don't like you? Well, it's funny because we made fun of the one guy, Adam Friedland. We made fun of his stand-up because uh-huh. it's not very good. Aww. And uh, it was part of us goofing on the show Come Town, which we've been told we didn't really get. And <laughs> I agree with that. So the main host, Nick Mullen, who is hilarious. I love this guy. I think genuinely enjoyed our review of their show. But anyway, this is how we came up on a recent episode of Come Down. I just hear poo-poo caca a thousand times a day. Because <laughs> yeah. Nick made fun of it No, I didn't make fun of it. Yes, the, you did. No, the What Are These Podcast guys did. That's well, what that then started. Those guys you, roasted you? Those guys got it. 
Well, they That's roasted all of us. No, but they like were, effectively, they they, they, you. they played. Look, they reviewed our podcast. They and played, played one your stand up of one line. <laughs> They're like, now you probably think that these guys, their stand up isn't so much similar to the podcast. <laughs> but here, let's just. This is Adam Friedland from the show doing stand up. It was a five second clip, and it was very. You, th- you probably edited. think it's like uh, you know more mature, or whatever, not as juvenile. Let's hear Adam Friedland stand up. <laughs> like I did a poo poo, a pee pee, a cut. Poo-poo caca in my caca pee I love the voice they use for us. They thought we were Midwesterners. <clears throat> so they had that Minnesota accent going. You know what? <laughs> I'm just standing here looking at you. I love up it. Up and down. Yeah. And I'm sitting here listening to these people that you have just frustrated at some point. <laughs> and I'm just going, Jesus Christ. Anytime anyone ever says shit about me on the internet, I'm going to yeah. picture your face and just start giggling. I want you to know that. You should. Because the, these people who take their criticism seriously, you, you'll never recover from that. No! You can't possibly recover from that. Oh, and the problem is, like, the entertainment business in general just attracts very just sad people. Right. That are very fragile in a lot of ways. Do you remember Dina Marie hosts the show called Twisted Philly? Don't know it. And we were going to review her show, and she got wind of it, so she reached out to us and said... I'd like to talk to you about it. So I ended up putting up a show where we just had a conversation about it. Right. She put out in her Facebook group, somebody gave her a negative review on iTunes. She said, I'll give $100 to anyone who could tell me who this person is. She uh, wanted to find out the identity of a person who gave her a negative review on iTunes. How do you live your life like that? That's insane. There's a lot, like, there's a lot of sadness. And you that's know, a lot of sadness. I used to think it just was stand-up comedy that attracted it, but yeah, now I'm learning through. Oh, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of that. But I'm also learning through you that it's in the podcast world too. Oh, dude, podcasting and stand-up. That's very similar because yeah, but there's no people involved. I wish I had found this before I got into stand up. <laughs> right. You know, there's no audience in front of us heckling us with their thumbs down as we do our show. Right. It works out really well. You know what, you bunch of sad fuckers <laughs> are all right by me. We were talking about this one with Dave Landau. We were talking about the fact that stand up, like podcasting, is like a last resort thing. You become all a right. celebrity and you have a name. And you no longer are getting cast in movies or TV shows. You either become a stand-up or a podcast. You're either Jeremy Piven or you're RuPaul. He could <laughs> suck my dick, Jeremy Piven, right now. <laughs> he was just in Rochester, and They're we did not have a great experience. Suck a whole lot of my dick, Jeremy. We did not have a great experience with Ari. And Oof. you know what? You know what the kind of shit he was talking? Like he went up on stage and acknowledged that. By the way, he did. What did he I say? Will. He goes uh, something to the effect of, "Oh, obviously you could tell things aren't going too well for me because I'm in Rochester at the um, Chuckle Hut." Yeah. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. Every you shouldn't. Does you that. shouldn't. You know, it, I guess your career gets affected when people accuse you of holding them down and dry humping them until you come. I think people, you know. Yeah, he's he's not a good person. Aren't going to hire you a lot. But hilarious on Entourage, though. I mean, I can't take that away what from Other him. people are writing for you, Jeremy. I loved PCU, pal. PCU was good. All right. so More of a John Favreau fan, but, you know. This is... John Favreau was in that. He was gutter. Oh, he was? Yeah. That was Fat John Favreau. Wow. I don't even remember that. Get with it. He was the voice of something in uh, that... I just watched that Solo movie the other night. 
And he was the voice of a fucking droid or a Wookiee or a something. I don't know. Was it the uh, the little uh, the little uh, six armed guy? Yeah, probably. Was something? there a six armed guy in there? I guessed. That's probably so it. Spider- yes, yeah. Spider Man. Disney owns it. It was that. Yes, it was that fucking dude. All right. So come town. Now we've turned into my favorite murder. We're talking about. <laughs> How did it make you feel when that character was on the screen? All right. So I liked is- his arms. They were whimsical. This is uh, more come town. Talking about us, they, and just to set this up, they have a guy on the show who's the host of the Rad Dude Cast. So the Rad Dude Cast uh. is on there, and that's why you're gonna hear this. Yeah, fuck those. What is this podcast? I gotta say this too. <laughs> the, best, the best thing that that Cometown does, and this is how you know they're pros. They never say our name right. Never once. They've, they've talked about us multiple times. Never once have they said, who are these podcasts? It's always, what is this podcast? What is this Joker thing? You know, they, they never once say it right. I love how that makes great. you feel better about it. I love it. Because it's that's what you do. If you have no respect for something, you never give it proper due. Schmear me, Miven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, fuck those what is this podcast uh, guys. Yeah, actually, I like them. What's the, what happened there? I think they're good. There's this, there's this podcast of these like two dads in like Buffalo, New York. Yeah. They're, they're, like, two, they're two they funny re- guys that are good at podcasts. They're chill. Yeah, they're they're chill they, they review podcasts. <laughs> Jim makes really good points, yeah, especially yeah. about stand-up comedy. And they, yeah. reviewed, they reviewed our podcast and they just could not. They just they got so upset. They're like, first of all, they don't say their names at the beginning. Okay, so how do we know what's going on? You don't even. They know don't who have who a these song. Guys are they I mean, don't I have a theme song. I fucking laugh my ass off when they're like, "Look at this! Somebody just shows up in the middle of the show, and they're not on mic, and <laughs> they have a separate Dana conversation." <laughs> <laughs> it was actually like really you should get a great to, listen. Yeah, you should get the you should get that bumped. You should get them to do Red Dude. Games. Yeah, but I oh, guess yeah, it, it, it would have to. Have happen like uh organically no of course you don't reach out your yeah. publicist yeah. check us out <laughs> well jesus it's funny you say that we've had many many shows reach out and ask us to review their shows do they really oh all the time that's the saddest thing i've oh, ever we, heard we get a ton of it a recent itunes review is one where the guy says will you please review our show we're not very good but we're trying it's like uh, because I don't know. Whatever. What I love about those that, are like the kids who are just lining up to give the bully their lunch money, aren't they? <laughs> what, Jesus Christ! What I loved about that was Nick Mullen being so sarcastic. He's like, "No, those guys are really funny. They're really good at podcasting." I, I don't know. There's something about the, the way they come down rips on us that I just it's. Too I much. think they made a lot of really it. good points. I feel like maybe the come town is too highbrow for you. It might be too highbrow for me. Yeah. Uh, quick ISO. It's actually not the worst show in the world. They're funny guys. Oh, come down's hilarious. Yeah. This quick ISO from our friends at My Favorite Murder. What are we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about here? <laughs> are you keeping that one in there? I know. Yes, <laughs> I know what we're talking about. It's time for everyone's favorite part of WATP. Opie Radio. The Opie Radio Podcast. All right, let's You're get into get it. You're going to get me into so much trouble. Oh, I know. You're friends with, with Weez, right? Sure. You're friends with Weez. Weez is friends Acquaintances. with Acquaintances. Listen, if you want to counter 
Maybe you could be the counterbalance of this show. Oh fuck no! <laughs> if you want to explain, oh fuck if no! If you want to explain, if you, you this think, is good. if you think <laughs> I'm taking a fucking step up that hill, so, you're out of your goddamn mind. So let's rejoin our friend Opie. It's been a couple weeks. Opie is back in his new studio, which is in a cubicle in the Westwood One building. Isn't that better than when Sirius gave him before they fired him? Dude, he had a fucking sw- well. I don't know what he was in with before they fired him, but when he was on with Opie. And Anthony, they had well, a I remember nice listening. They put him in the hallway. Oh, that's he that's was sitting in the hallway for his <laughs> studio. The poor bastard. Well, then that's amazing. So he's back in the studio. He's everybody got... disrespects Opie. Well, I don't. No. I don't. I don't know why these people do. They just shit on that poor guy. He's back in the studio with his buddy Carl Ruiz, who I've said many times, the Mad Cuban is the best part of the show. I love Carl. He's, I think he's very fun. He's very talented dude. He's a very talented dude. He is on TV, on the uh, cooking channel, or whatever the fuck he's doing, and he's a good chef. So, Opie starts off the show with a new affect that he's, uh, he's. I think he's working on. You got Carl's mic on there, Mikey, we're ready to podcast. My mic is off like a motherfucker. Oh my god. He you- just did my Market Polito imitation. Yeah! <laughs> Does it sound like this? We're ready to podcast. Vinny, if you would come over to my house and I said, come over, let's go host the show. And if I started the show with, we're ready to podcast, would you have just like walked out of here? I would have finished my beer politely. <laughs> Let me just chug this shitty Mick Ultra and get the fuck out of here. The hospitality is lacking. <laughs> we're not doing the great best job on that. Um, would you like another? Would you like another beer, Vinny? Uh, sure, Carl. I would, too. I mean, my God, I'm going to need it for the amount of yelling that's going to happen to me. Oh, stop it. Why? Because we're making fun of the Opster. I'm I'm along for the ride with you guys. Fair enough. The, I'm an objective well, keep person. This, keep this in mind, Vinny. Our show, Who Are These Podcasts? Oh, I know where I am. Is on the internet. So Weez will never hear it. He doesn't know how the internet works. He doesn't understand that there's actually things beyond AM and FM radio now. So, oh god damn it! Yeah, uh, well, no, no, because he's got he's got a mole. I know. There's some douchebag locally who's sending him clips of our show just to get him riled up, and I want to say to that tattletale to quit it. Come on, don't be like that. Let the boys have fun. Mm-hmm. Let the boys play. Seriously, what's the problem? You got a fucking tattletale on us? Oh, Carl said a swear. Oh, did he? Like, yeah, come on, let us just fucking Carl go. Carl said you didn't know what the internet was. <laughs> There's a clip that I pulled where he says that Brother Weez is an old man who's out of touch and doesn't understand how entertainment works anymore. All right, here's I the clip. I think he does. Here's a clip. This is Opie. His insecurity is through the roof. And this is a perfect example of how Opie thinks. Carl Ruiz just makes a quick comment. He hooked up with his chick and he just says this one-off thing about getting food. And listen to the conclusion. Listen to the leap that Opie makes in his own mind. There's a sale down at, at this little restaurant that we like. That you get there before four o'clock and there's two dollars off the salad bar. I'm like, sign me up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
So I tell the chick, I said, yeah, you want to go hit the salad bar? She's like, right. fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> We're leaving town? Hell yeah. Did you really have to say that? Because you know the haters are going to go, see, I told you the podcast isn't doing well. What do you mean? Carl just saved $2 on a salad bar. They're in his head. They're in his head. Even Carl. That that they're in his head. Even Carl, who yes ands everything Opie says, goes, wait, what do you, what do you mean? Like he did not understand. I didn't understand either. Like it was a joke. I want to save two bucks on a sale bar. Right. Carl Ruiz is a celebrity chef. He's on TV. Right. He has money. We all exactly. know that. Nobody thinks his income is from Opie Radio. But in Opie's mind, he's like, oh, don't say that you want to save money. You're you're my co-host, and we're supposed to be this. Big popular show that makes a lot of money. Like, Opie, no one's thinking of it that way. That's bad. That's, that's surprising. Right? That, that that that's very telling and like, very telling. Yeah. Oh, speaking Opie. of in there. Speaking of being in his head, Opie goes on and on about how he doesn't care about Twitter. But then he's this got- is, like hearing that is like the time I met Gallagher. I was just so let down. <laughs> like I'm just saying, he like, wasn't as compelling so, as you thought he'd be. Well, like I loved him when I was a kid. Sure. And then you meet him, and then you hear what's really going on, and you go, Jesus Christ, aw. Aw, there's no one, one, one. There's a one, one, two. It doesn't even need it. That's a gallery. Why do people drive <laughs> in the parkway, the park, and the driveway? Brilliant observation, Gallagher. <laughs> if I was your brother, I would steal your act. How come? How come? I always get sent to the principal's office for being smart. <laughs> Okay, you really do know his act. Oh my god. Better than I did. All right, fair enough. I'm just saying to you, our heroes let us down. Speaking of Opie having all of these voices in his head, they talk about Twitter for a while, and Opie talks about how he doesn't care about people's feedback on Twitter, but he's got a voice for the people who don't like him on Twitter. I'm just going to be really nasty to this person I've never met in my life before. It's similar to Maddox when he does his, oh, I'm an idiot. Maddox has the same kind of disdain yeah. for people sure. that Opie does. <clears throat> Opie reads these tweets and he just pictures this mouth breather on the other end of the uh, smartphone. But who else is listening? Nobody. Opie, you got to win these people over. Nobody's listening to Opie, this. You, Opie's listening to me right now. I never thought I'd say this. I know that Opie <laughs> is going to hear this. Opie. Get it together, dude. You've got Carl there with you. Play the game that you know, my friend. So here is a decent joke from Opie. Ready? I've never said this before. This is pretty good. All right. I'm rooting for you, Opie. We're rooting for you, Opie. You came out with a decent line here. I like I like Japanese beers. I, I like Chinese beers. That one Chinese beer you turned me on to, oh, I so found good. that recently. I was so excited. It's I, good, right? I couldn't pronounce it. Who cares? I just made an airplane noise and they, they, <laughs> they brought it to me. <laughs> so I'm not saying that it's George Carlin worthy, but it's a decent joke from Opie. He I made, made an airplane, airplane noise, noise and they brought him the Chinese beer. And then he immediately ruins it. No. He just left it there. He got a laugh. We're good. Can I, he can can I never guess? do that. Can I guess? Yes. Does he try to do the noise? Yes! Oh, no! Why would you do that? No! People in their own mind have come up with whatever that is, and they've already laughed at it. I already knew that was going to ruin yes, it. I knew course. it was going to ruin it. Oh, like, don't. Why would you try to punch this up, Opie? You did it. You nailed it. You said a joke. Carl laughed. We move on. Nope. Carl- it's like watching Opie's Hail Mary get picked off. <laughs> exactly. He drove him all the way down to the one and then fumbled it. 
This is this is Opie ruining his own joke. Give me uh, give me one of those. Oh my god, it's just so fucking. Yeah, it's not even so funny. Airplane over. noise. It's not. It doesn't sound like Chinese language. It's not an airplane noise. I thought he was funny when I could picture what that might be in my own head, and then as soon as he said what it was, I'm like, oh, that, that's hey, not waitress, funny can I get a meep meep and a ruga? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, Opie? <laughs> that actually would have been way funnier. Moving on. Opie. Off of Opie? Oh, more Opie. Okay. More Opie. More Opie. This is uh, the understatement of the year. And I'm I'm certainly not perfect. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! All right. That's my favorite clip. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> Oh, you just gotta watch what you say, Opie. You know people are cutting this shit off out of context. <laughs> I don't want that, but the understatement of the year. So, Opie, they're talking about how they use Twitter, and they talk about this for a while. Yeah. And it turns out, like, Opie writes ridiculous tweets, but he's actually trolling us. Did you know that? Are you kidding the me? Joke this whole time? Out, the whole time? This whole time? The joke is on us. Listen to this. Moving more and more away from Twitter in general. I don't care that you're giving away some of my secrets, uh, but I will use words like delish and stuff yeah. on purpose. And I then, know. And then when they write me back like, delish, you're a fig, or whatever, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can I say that you use the word delish when you find something to taste good? Opie, we know you use the word. I've heard you use it for 20 years. So he uses it because Weez uses it. He That's stole that from Weez. Uh, mother huckers. You're right. He yeah. stole that from Weez. You know what he didn't steal from Weez? He came up with this one on his own. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Or this one. Carly's got a crushy poo. So he's been trolling us all this time, but he says Carly's got a crushy poo. Who's Carly? <laughs> and and Cuzaroo, that's just him trolling us. Oh, man, he got me good. He got me good with being fucking ridiculous. Opie has a unique sense of humor that's gotten where he is today, and you should really stop, sir. Well, listen to this. According to Opie, he is funny and you are not. He's constantly doing... Well, that I'll take exception to. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> check check this out. He, he's, he's one of these guys who's like, oh, well, this is the bit. You know, he thinks he's doing a bit. It's not a bit, but... Listen to this. That's my favorite. <laughs> and now these idiots, to try to get me back, they'll write K to me. I'm like, it doesn't work no, that way. This you, is my thing. You only get hit with the K once. I established the, the K in, in our world a long time ago. It's my thing. So if I say some long, drawn-out thing about the podcast and you write back K, it doesn't uh, work, doesn't you work. idiot. So Opie's thing is people will write a big, long thing to him and he'll just respond K. Uh-huh. And then when someone does that to him, it's not funny. But when he does it to someone else, it's hilarious. Did you follow Because that? he came up with it first? Right. He was the first he person for K. He established that that's the funny joke, so you can't use that funny joke because it's been established that when Opie says it, it's... To be fair, what he's saying is, like, you can't walk up to George Carlo to go, let me tell you what seven words you can't use on TV. And it's... it just won't be funny if time you say out, to George. Time out. Time out. George Carlo, you're, you're talking about... One of the greatest bits anyone's ever come up with compared to Opie saying, I invented saying the word K as no, a response. I am Twitter. going into Opie's brain <laughs> well, right. and translating in what it is mind. to you. Yeah, in Opie's mind. Yes. Just, yeah, right. All right, so here's... That's what I'm saying. Speaking of how dumb this guy it is. It wouldn't be funny if you gave it back to him. Speaking of how dumb Opie is, 
He doesn't know anything about politics. He doesn't talk about politics, which is fine. I don't need him to talk about I politics. think Opie knows a lot about politics, Carl. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, well, check this out. This is Opie on politics. And then the other side's like, he's Hitler. Right. Relax. Right. You know what I mean? You're 100% right. We're wasting so much time by fighting each other but and not the, finding the middle ground that we could like actually absolutely. get some real change done in this country. It's a good point. That's literally the most generic thing you could say about politics in the history of generic. Listen, he won Guys, my vote. He won my vote there. If we just stop arguing with each other, let's find common ground. Like, let's fix shit together. Really, Opie? We all need the same things. <laughs> We're all members of the Brotherhood of Man. <laughs> and sisters. So, if you didn't think he was dumb from that, he then starts to get into politicians that he likes. He's like, listen, if you need to know, if you need to know where I come down, he starts. Mark to- Foley, He's- Anthony Weiner. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> See, that would have been funny. Yeah. Opie doesn't think that way. You're a comedian. Opie is not. Who Opie- was that guy who was tapping feet at the restroom? Larry something? Yeah. Him? <laughs> Throw him in there. This is Opie. This is a clip that I call Opie is dumb. I think there's a bunch of those. But, I mean, if you needed to know, I, I liked John Kasich. And I liked, uh, and I liked Joe Biden. See what I'm talking. See what I'm talking about here. All right. So Opie wants to be the everyman. I like John Kasich, and I like Joe Biden. Uh-huh. A Republican Why? and a Democrat. Right. Everyman. So my question is, middle of the road, baby. What is it about those two people's platforms that you like? Why? I don't think he even understands how politics works. When you asked him, he went, "Big bang, I hope this guy doesn't vote because. Why the fuck would you like those two guys who couldn't be more... John Kasich, Joe Biden. They don't believe in any of the same things. So if you're voting for someone, it's because they believe in the same things that you believe in. Low taxes, small government, big military, uh, social welfare. Whatever those things are that you like, you vote for them based on those things. These people think very differently and only just... Complete opposites. I like this guy and I like that guy. Why? Why? Why would you possibly... Then you don't understand what politics are. You have no idea what you're doing. I think, and I'll tell you what I admire about those two people. Great heads of hair. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe that's it. So as far as I'm concerned, Opie's that annoying asshole that you watch football with who likes both teams. Oh, that guy gets a knife What the cut. fuck is that? Like, no matter what happens, I'm happy. That's not allowed, dude. You don't want to be happy no matter Suck who wins. Suck my dick and get out of the bar. Dude, listen, your mood should be determined by the men who you don't know and don't know you, and what their performance is. That's how life works. Amen. Right. I don't like this Opie thing. He's like, I like this side, I like that side. You should dislike both of those people. You know what always drove me nuts about him? What's that? Like when he used to talk about football on the old show. Yeah. And he'd be like, I like, uh, I like the Jets. I'm a Jets fan. And right. I like the, I like the oh, Bills. but I like the Bills and the in. Dolphins. You know, I got some right. friends who like the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And you know, can't forget the Pats. Spent some time up. You just named the whole AFC East right. asshole. It doesn't work that it way. It does not work that way. It's such a fucking asshole. That does bother me, Opie. And I know you're listening still. The that way, bugs me. The Stop way that, it. The way the football and be politics, a Jets fan. The way the football and politics work is that. You hate everyone. You're supposed to not. You're supposed to like everyone. You're supposed to hate everyone. That's how that works. Yes. And then Carl Ruiz, who's a brainiac, I call this Washington Insider Carl. I I 
I don't believe that the country is going to be better off uh, uh, if, if the Democrats were in office right now. And I don't believe that we're better off because uh, Trump and the Republicans are controlling it's, it's, the action. It's so we're done up there in D.C. I mean, I've had the opportunity to be there a lot and you know cook at a lot of state things and, yeah. and federal things. The bureaucracy. There's nothing one person can do. <laughs> Karua says, "Opie, I, I'm I'm an insider. Let me let me do feel you this know one. <laughs> the paperwork I had to do to get this steak." This fucking guy. To get this guy a steak. This guy goes, listen, I've cooked for state things, for federal things. Right there. I'm, you've already lost me. He says, I know how this goes. There's not, <laughs> there's not anything one person can do. I, I know the insides of Washington. I've been there, done that. Let's drain the swamp, Carl. <laughs> but I don't know if you noticed this, but at the very beginning of that clip, Opie does his best stuttering John impression. He's got a, he's fucking nails it. I, I, I don't. It's <laughs> impressive. Hold on, play that again. I, I, I don't. That's stuttering John all day. Like even when his voice went there. Professional broadcaster Greg Opie Hughes. Oh, stop being so mean to the poor guy. Why you got to kick somebody while they're doing a show with <laughs> Carl Ruiz, who's great? I do like Carl. So then Jim Florentine joins the show. My buddy. I love Jim. Fellow Dolphins fan. Fellow Dolphins fan. My good fan. pal. You've you've actually hung out with Jim many times. Many times. And Jim Florentine comes in, and he talks about how he went to the Dolphins' home opener, which I'm sure you know had like over four hours of rain. Can I tell you something really funny that Jim yeah. Florentine showed me that he does, and it's the fucking funniest thing. Yeah, ever. what's that? He walks up to people and he goes, "Excuse me, do you know what time it is?" And they look at their watch as he walks the other way. <laughs> he did it. He, I he's just already, watched him. He's already gone. It's the fucking funniest thing. <laughs> you will lose your shit. And the and the thing that made it terrible for these people was me standing there giggling, mm-hmm. like they just look over at me and he's already gone. And I'm going, ha, 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 suckers. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. This is great. Jim Florentine joins the show, and he, he wants to talk about the fact that he brought his son down to Miami to see the home opener, which had all these lightning delays. Right. All right, so that's the setup. Hotel. But you flew all the way down there for the opener, and then yeah. you end up in a bar watching it anyway. Yeah, because I couldn't. You know, we were you down, it deal was, with it It was anymore. 100 degrees. Yeah. Right. You know, and you just, I mean, I can go in the air conditioning you know, in the part where I, t- I had the tickets and stuff, but it still wasn't worth it. I'm like, right. what am I going to do? That's funny. Because they would have started. They could have started the game back up at midnight. They were going to get the game in no matter what. So you didn't know when it was. They, meanwhile, there was. I heard one thunder the whole time. There was nothing going on. <laughs> it's fucking thunder, sunny. One thunder. I got. I'm putting fucking tanning lotion on, and they're stopping the game. <laughs> so Jim Forty comes out and starts killing it. I was laughing my right. ass off at that. That was so funny. And then he goes on. And Jim Florentine has a great bit here. He could probably add this to his stand-up to talk about why is this rule even in place that there's lightning in the area we have to stop the football game. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Let, let, how about somebody get killed by lightning at a football game first? Yeah. And then we'll, we'll make up a rule. It's never happened before. Yeah. Toast somebody. Yeah. No one gets struck by lightning in a state. People fall off the fucking top level all the time. Yeah, that's fine. Right. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's a great, great bet. Really and he's good talking insight. about Buffalo, but okay. Comedic mind, yeah. Jim Florentine. Then they talk for another two or three minutes. Opie comes back, and fucking Amy Schumer's Jim's joke. Listen to Opie just steal the joke. What <laughs> the fuck with the lightning delays? Brutal. And I don't think we've lost one yet. No. Don't they change the rules after they lose a person or two? Yeah, that's what usually happens. Yeah, usually they wait to go. They, they... Opie, he just told that joke on your show. You just stole his joke that he just told on your. Are you are you listening? That's a, that's surprising, right? 
That's, that's, uh, boy. Boy, Opser, I'm trying for you, pal. Are you, though? That's rough. And then Opie has the balls to say this to uh, Jim Ford. The jokes are different, though. It's a different delivery. Oh, yeah. A different to- yeah it's totally different. Listen, it's a whole different headspace. There's this thing the called context. parallel development, okay? <laughs> Where two great minds can come together on the same thought, Carl. It's not necessarily that somebody stole a joke. I mean, it's just that, you know, things happen. Cuz. That's it. Cousin Roo. Cousin Vinny. That's it. Cousin Vinny. Here then, I am. And then Opie has the balls to say this to Jim Florentine. See, on. I got a theater. Uh, we'll get back to that, I promise. I'm still yeah. really good at this, Florentine, even though I got fired. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're wrong. Look it up. <laughs> Opie says, I'm still really good at this, even though I got Shut fired. Shut up, Jim. You're killing. I gotta talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me take over the show, because this is my show. It's called Opie Radio. I got one more thing that I want to play about Opie, and then we'll move on. My heart hurts. I know. I know. It's rough. Opie is getting a little bit brazen. There's this thing going on. You you read the subreddit, right? No. <laughs> you do. Uh, no. Opie is starting to feel the love from people. What happened there? The... I went out of town. <laughs> And I came back, and everything was in topsy-turvy sixes and sevens, man. It was yeah. crazy. All right. So if anyone who doesn't know this, the Opie and Anthony subreddit are the meanest fans that exist in the world. There is no greater hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> exactly. There, so there's a, there's a lot of fans of Opie and Anthony that are still around, but the meanest of the mean hang out in the subreddit. And what I they, laugh my ass off a lot. Uh, and I'm just saying they're they're brutal, but they're, they're great. Brutal. There's this this faction of people who have totally turned on Jim and Anthony, the two guys that they used to love from the show. They now all hate. They hate Anthony. <sighs> they hate Jim Norton. And you know, all three of their bodies are all going to end up strung up on a gate somewhere. Oh, for sure. They're just together, no and they all—none of them will be on speaking terms. No, and they're all—they're going to end up in the same shallow grave. All three of no them. No one's getting out of this alive. None of them. But what's hilarious is that as they've been turning on Jim and Anthony, they're I think for the goof, acting like Opie is now the best. Right. Got it. That's the thing that's going on. So. Opie's starting to feel really good about himself, and he's starting to let his hair down a little bit. So the setup of this clip is Carl's telling the story about meeting a girl at a bar who wants to go home with him. And now Opie decides, you just zipped up your fly? Uh, my zip, my hoodie. I mean, we still have we still have some time to go. I mean, you can oh, leave really? it down. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was going to warm up my car. Okay, uh, keep going. <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry. Opie decides, because Carl's going to hook up with this chick, that Opie now does the voice for Carl's penis. Was little Carl thinking to himself, ah, man, I didn't even get to take my Viagra yet. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ah, man, where's my blue chew at? (laughs) Wait up, porn in the sponsor. God damn, I hope this thing works without a dick pill. I pictured Carl's penis as funnier. I didn't think that Carl's penis was a whore for sponsors. I didn't expect that. The apple bag doesn't fall far fall from the fuck. Didn't get it out. I tried. You really opied that one. I really opied that joke. Holy shit. Do you have a mean thing you could play about yourself there? Do you have like a just a little mean clip that you could put on when you screw up, Carl? You're not charismatic. There it is. All right. That works. How about this? All of it's bad. None of it's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, 
Or uh, there's always this one from our friend Bonnie McFarland. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Oh, poor man. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some of the recent reviews that we've received on our iTunes page. A lot of five-star reviews coming in recently, and I'm very excited about that. Except for this four-star one from Jerry Too Scary, who says, Paul Flart is legit. Don't hate on him. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks, Jer. The guy who farts on Instagram is legit, apparently. This I'm one, a big fan of Paul's work. <laughs> this one is brain dead, talentless numbskulls are who these heroes of the modern age spend their time finding and critiquing into subatomic shame particles. Godspeed, you black hearted rogue pirates of the open internets. Five stars. Oh, God damn. I'm proud to be on your ship today. I, I do like that the subject line is brain dead, talentless numbskulls. That's great. And then there's one that is won't let me give them zero stars. Ha! <laughs> This is from... Uh, Sorry, Ope. This is from Unnerved <laughs> on September 8th. This guy says, These guys thinks it, think it's funny to say a podcast that they don't get, which is very measurably far more successful than theirs, is for retards. Because along with the whole bunch... Is retards in quotes? It, it's in quotes and it's got asterisks in it because he didn't want to write the word retards. Well, you know, you never know who's going to read it. So we think it's funny... That we think a podcast we don't get is for retards because along with a whole bunch of jokes they also missed that is a very offensive term to the most vulnerable in society. Hmm, cool, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you uh, controlling the language and thought policing us. That's great. Can I hope we do something about this because, listen, yeah. I don't want to make fun of the disabled. I, I don't I, want to make I fun of them. I never have in my life. I don't want to. I'm making fun of able-bodied people for being retarded. Right. So what difference. we need to do is figure out a way to rebrand the word. Well, retard means an actual thing. Words mean things. Sure. It means slow. Right. I play music. Right. There are retards in music. Right. You slow down. Right. So the fact that I call someone a retard is because they're slow and dim-witted. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's the joke. Right. That's how that works. I understand. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I understand that. But I'm just thinking maybe we could just, like, come up with something else that it is. That way we could sneak it in. Oh, there's a lot of words that we can use. Okay. There, Here's one that's great. Petty, sarcastic, condescending, downright hateful, and I love it. Five stars. Nailed it. That's the Nailed way it. it. That's the way you do it. One more, Huzzah! one more thing that I have to read because I was corrected by multiple people. I read this review and I didn't understand it and I'm an idiot and I apologize. So let me get back to this. I'm scrolling. Not for me from Sir Finkus says, I came in expecting pizza, but the podcast is a hamburger. Don't get me wrong. It's a really good hamburger, but pizza was what I was looking for. Perhaps the show could be better if they added the visual element. These days it's pretty easy to get no, no, it on not. stations late at night. So this was a Scorch reference. I didn't realize that when Scorch was let go from a station, I believe the station in Syracuse, they the explanation was Scorch is great if you want a hamburger, but our listeners want pizza. That was the way that they tried uh, to make it seem like, eh, it's not his fault. It's just not the right audience. That's right, right Rob. Just, uh... So I totally missed that reference. My bad. Thanks for the people for correcting me on that. And that's hysterical. I didn't understand what that it. was. I, I, I still don't know what that. I never heard that episode. I apologize. I didn't know what that was. All right. So, Vinny. Yeah. 
I know it's a marathon session. You're like on your phone, chatting to people like, "Yes, I'll be there soon." I swear, this guy's no, holding just, me captive. No, I'm doing just fine. I just wanted to find something real fast. Oh, okay. Because it was important to me. All right, but it's all right. Keep going. Keep talking. All right. Well, listen, buddy. I mean, you could just keep talking at me all you want to. I'll pretend to listen. That's what I do. Well, here's yeah. here's the thing. We've talked about my favorite murder. We played a lot of clips from those ladies. We did. Right? The improv bros. You know, I think we're a little harsh on them. Yeah, I take it all back. Yeah, they were great. We talked about... Good show, five stars. Come Town. <laughs> we talked about the dick show. Five stars, both of them. Bunga Bunga. No, we those guys, I'm not giving five stars. Bunga Bunga? No, they oh, nothing for me. my buddies. We talked about Opie Radio, so you know what Five that Five stars. Means. It's time for... The Teaser. The Teaser. All right, this is the part of the show where we play a clip from a show that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. I guess people are excited about it, Vinny. I'm excited already. Right, because there's anticipation. Yeah. You don't know what it's going to be. It could be anything. It could be your show. Probably. I hope not. It could be an old show that you used to do years ago that you hope no one could possibly find. It could be anything. That'd be great. Those exist. Those those exist, huh? I think I was on some of those shows. All right. I think you were. (laughs) I hope no one's looking for them. All right. Here is the clip. And that's why you'd be wise to keep them buried, Carl. Oh, shit. Here's a clip from the show that we'll be listening to and reviewing next week. So, yeah, uh, today we're going to talk polyamory. And uh, you had your entree into it, like, last year, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And are you still with your... No, I roll. No, that that ended quite horrendously. It's been in the news. What? Yeah. Why? She accused me of some stuff. No way. Yeah, bad things that I didn't do. Obviously. But I get to sue the state of New York, so. All right, well, we don't have to go into that because that is a legal matter that needs not be spoken about. But let's get Sharon on the phone and we'll talk about polyamory, whether it's a crock of shit or whether it's a uh, viable lifestyle. It's going to be a great episode. Okay, amazing. (laughs) Hot. Like, did she just say, he's just like, yeah, they said, uh, you just was accused, just glossed over being accused of rape. I'm suing this day. So anyway. Goddamn, I'm, like, I can't even believe what I just heard. Anyway, from, we're going to discuss polyamory. Yep. Are you still dating that other woman with the da, da, da? No, that ended pretty bad. <laughs> that, that ended so poorly that I have a lawsuit with the state of New York. <laughs> okay, Gosh, then let's man. move on. That sounded like the most interesting thing you could possibly talk about. Anyway, why this is, is a, this a two-parter? I want to hear the whole story. This is a show called How Come C-U-M. It is a podcast about a woman who's never achieved an orgasm. My wife's got a podcast. <laughs> That's the joke. Thank you. Good night. This came in from Johnny Russo, who co-wrote Anthony's biography. Anthony Cumia's biography that comes out in November. Johnny wrote into the show, big fan. Such a whore. I know. Wrote into the show and said, check out this How Come podcast. We're going to review episode 29, Polyamory In and Out is the title of this show. Clever. Yeah. Very funny. So this should be interesting because it's about some chick who's trying to figure out how to achieve orgasm. That that guy totally didn't rape. He totally <laughs> didn't rape that girl. Do you want him suing us, too? He's already suing the state. I'm just making sure he doesn't sue us. <laughs> My name's Kevin Ricotta. Joe! All right. So we've had a lot of fun today, Vinny. I think we're going to have a lot of fun next week. You know what I didn't talk about? What's that? I never do this, but two weeks ago I teased the fact that I was going to have two guest hosts 
one of whom had never been on the show before. And I was really excited about. And then we get on today, and I'm like, hey, it's Vinny Paulino. Like, oh, okay, what what happened? Um, what happened? Uh, the the other person who was going to be here with me, yeah, uh, couldn't make it on account of his responsibilities. Right, right. So uh, our buddy Mark, who runs the comedy, club yeah, he's here. the uh, he's our our operations manager and booker. So he deals with all the talent. Boy, does that guy got stories. He's got stories. I was hoping he'd be on here. Hopefully, we can reschedule with him. But yeah, he ran into some uh, issues with the staffing at his uh, at the club at the club. So unfortunately, he couldn't join us today. Yeah, at uh, comedy at the Carlson uh, comedy Carlson comedy dot com. And actually, while we're talking about that, what do you want to plug, Vinny? Now that you're on a really popular show, people listen to. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, well, since I'm on a popular <laughs> show that people listen to now, I have a show called The Comedy at the Carlson Cast, where I have the pleasure of interviewing some of the best stand-up comedians in the world, and um, I try to uh, let them talk, and I listen, and I get let you decide what you think of them. And I want to tell you sincerely <clears throat> that you do a phenomenal job. Oh, thanks, man. You really do. I enjoy your show quite a bit. You do. You don't do the generic interview. Not at all. With That's the my comedians. goal. You do get them talking about things you don't hear them talking about on other shows. See, what I do is I have a little trick. It's called prepare. I like it. And I try to find the things that uh, are interesting about them that are just glossed over in general. And that, like, when I look at a bunch of interviews that they've done, they don't generally talk about. And that's the direction I try that's to go. That's important. Yeah. I, I will tell you, we get some pretty good stand-ups coming into Rochester because of Mark and because um, they do a great job of bringing people in. Who do you think... If someone were to go and find your podcast and you were to say, what's the best episode, who's the interview you did that was the most compelling or interesting? I really enjoyed uh, the Colin Quinn episode quite oh, a bit. Colin CQ. I had quite a nice time with CQ. Fucking love Colin. And he told a great story about how he ruined Robert De Niro's birthday party. Okay, And it's nice. pretty priceless, so I, I would listen to that one. I enjoyed both the times we had Gilbert on. Gilbert was Gilbert's great. Gilbert was great. Um... You know who was really interesting? Who's that? Uh, who had an interesting take on stuff was Jamie Kennedy. Okay. And I never liked Jamie Kennedy. And then he came in and he kind of won me over. Tom Green, also one of the nicest, sweetest guys in the world. He had him on a couple of times, right? A couple of times with yeah. Tom. And he is also like a really genuinely interesting guy. He's bizarre in his own way, but he's quite compelling it's interesting when you see these guys you had paul rodriguez on as well oh god yeah oh i forgot he about interesting that one was it's interesting when you have these guys who are on the tail end of their career they used to be a lot bigger and now they're doing stand-up like tom green like paul rodriguez they, they've lived such a crazy life like and this see, guy was married to drew barrymore and now he's just touring the country doing he's sitting stuff. on my couch right exactly. but you know what i'll tell you what another one paul rodriguez by the way yes. to go back to that mm -hmm. tells an amazing story about david bowie being his roommate sponsor yes. in aa yes it is the craziest thing that i've guy's ever heard life is fascinating he's very fascinating yeah um, we've had a lot of interesting people on and they all uh I like to talk about stand-up and what stand-up kind of means to them and how mm -hmm. it changed their lives is really kind of where I like to go with people because you get a lot of personal information out of them, yeah. and it goes in a lot of weird ways. You'll get road stories, and you'll get some stories that are just like, wow, you have a whole new knowledge about that person. Like, I think Mark Marin does a really, really good job, and I don't want to think of doing an interview show in the vein of what he does because he actually has relationships with people sure. like he's known them forever and there's comics that i've known that i've opened for that i've worked with a bunch of times that are on the show yeah florentine being one of them rich mm -hmm. voss being one of them oh, voss. Your voss. <laughs> jesus christ you almost got me killed we didn't do voss this week Jesus. Oh, thank you you're welcome oh next time i see him jesus <laughs> 
dude, if you want to, okay, we'll pull back the curtain. If you would like to really know something funny, W W A G P listeners, yes. if you go to carlsoncast.com and you look at our last interview with Rich Voss, mm-hmm. he comes in hot and he is all hot about your pal Carl. Yeah. He has no idea that I know who Carl is. And I go, my pal Carl? And oh boy, it was like not a good thing. We must seem like such a shitty small town. Because here we both have podcasts in Rochester. He comes in, he's like, this fucking podcast, I guess they're from around here making fun of me. And you're like, oh yeah, my buddy Carl. Yeah, yeah I know him really well. Yeah, yeah, I do the show sometimes. Great show, love <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Your, your name gets brought up in some circles every now and again. E- but in the right places, you're beloved, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Poor Vinny is gotten yelled at because of me. Screamed at because Screamed of Carl. Screamed at. He has nothing to do with it. You have nothing to do with it. No, I'm just here being a smartass. Applied by, my trade. Guilty by association. Yeah. Is what they call it. My that. middle name. Wow, that was the craziest plug we've ever given on this show before. I'm going to take all of that out in post. Please do. We were being way too nice to you. Please do. The show is mostly hot garbage. At least the first 10 minutes of every episode. <laughs> also, vote for Comedy at the Carlson cast for top podcast Don't in Rochester. If Don't. you go to the city newspaper like People website. actually like listen to podcasts all over the world or listening to your show, and then you're like, oh, vote in Rochester. Oh, now everybody, that, now all the trolls are like, you know, that fat guy wasn't funny, so I'm going to go vote for the other show. Oh, They're yeah, so vote for Hate This Podcast. Oh, Todd Gerslin, who also was on our show before. I love Todd, a little bastard. <laughs> With that, I want to say that please join us again next week because it might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Farting in the mush pits of morning radio. This dude is fucking corny. Ah! I can't fucking take it! What's wrong with that? Who does that? Boring. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Who are these podcasts? Who who really are, like, who are these podcasts? I want to know, what is their effing problem? He's a different, weird kind of a dude. Like, yeah. I've had to book him for some stuff for the club, and so, like, when I communicate with him, it's always very strange. Mm-hmm. And he'll say something like, shall I bring a dish to pass? And, like, I know he's just Good being one. goofy, and yeah. I go, uh, sure, Sky, if you want. Yeah. He shows up and hands you a plate. Holy shit. Like, that kind of stuff he does. Okay, good one. So, like, he's got to go all in with every joke. Every joke goes straight past (laughs) the post office all the way to you. (laughs) That's funny. Sloppin' bags, dissing slags, reviewing crap made by podcasting fags, and it's cool. These two are listening to shit so that we don't have to. So many shows of crap that we gotta ask. Kevin and Carl, who are these podcasts? And uncouth two cows sitting back slappers having a goof while they smack their sacks and they whack their nuts and they slap in They slap their back. 
Hey, Marcus, I hope you're not a uh, man overboard. Hope you're still listening. We're still playing your stingers. Thanks, buddy.